heroes come and go. He said, but legends live forever. Man, my city was going crazy at the priest of Chino. And free that meets can see the hood hero. Don't gotta pull no point. We know. And wherever that drama at, we go. Hey, what's going on, man? This is Will Z Tidwell with Speak Up Z, your neighborhood hero. And you are now tuned in to Z Speaks. Let's get it. In today's episode of Z Speaks Podcast, Z gives the inside look at IG Live with one of its followers and discusses topics such as mistakes made early in his speaking career, tips on how to become a better speaker, and how to build your speaking brand, and so much more. So y'all ready? Let's go. Y'all ready for this heat? We finna drop. We've been, I'm sorry, I'm sorry I'm late too, bro. Sorry about that. Yeah. Shit happens. Shit happens, bro. Right, but I you know I try to I try to make sure I um you know be a man of my word, you know what I mean? So I'm, we here, man, and you know, let's I just want to get some value to the people. So let's do it, man. Arkansas, man, a small town, um, you know, but I rep, but I, I'm proudly, you know, representing, stand up for, um, and I'm a man of many hats, man, serial entrepreneur, uh, but I, but I think the thing that I, that I stand on the most, and I feel like is the foundation of my company, um, is just community outreach, you know, so that, that's me, me and my people really coming up with really strategic, innovative ways, um, to come up with initiatives and programming for my city and my community, and even the, you know, the, you know, even other communities. Um, to really focus on the homelessness um, and the lack of youth mentorship that we really have when it comes to our kids um, and just coming up with unique ways to combat that but still have a fun time while doing it. Um, yeah, man, I feel like that's, like I said, that's my foundation, who I am, but not only that, speaker, writer, uh, father, um, man, and so many other hats, man, but in a nutshell, uh, yeah, that's who I am, bro. So how, 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 was, how was your, your typical day growing up? How was your childhood? My childhood, uh, 
I had a pretty decent childhood, man. Two parent back home, two parent, two parent background. Um, you know, pretty much never really struggled for anything. Never really had any struggles. You know, I can't. I, I don't try to lie like I did. I was a guy that that grew up in in the hood, but I never was a hood guy. You know what I mean? I never tried to be that. I never wanted to portray that. Um, you know, I never wanted to try to portray that type of image. Um, but yeah, man, I had a really good a really good childhood growing up. I won't. You know, I don't think I went through anything. You know, too bad that anybody else may may have didn't you know deal with. You know what I mean? But for the most part, it was pretty good, pretty solid. Right. 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 And I and I'll be brutal. For a long time, I felt the same way. I felt like I had to 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 be something that I wasn't. Right. But and that's and for a long time, that's why I wonder why my my content and why the things I was doing was never taken off the way I wanted it to. I knew I was great at speaking. I knew I was good at these things, but I was wondering why I was never taken off, and that was the reason why. Um, because you know, I wasn't being true to who I was because I almost felt as if I was ashamed to just be me and just be who I was. You know what I mean? But um, when I started just, you know, embracing that and being who I was and being, you know, being proud of that and things, you know, the sky was the limit, man. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, like you said, in the beginning, you started a little bit rough and yeah. you felt like you had to portray something yeah. that you were not. Yeah. And I think we get lost in that sauce, right? Right, absolutely. We see people, we see people coming up and, and they follow this kind of. Yeah. Kind of like, um, how can I put this? The template, you know, and, and then you try to fill that the sheet where your information. Yeah. And a lot of times you're not part of that template. You're something different, something new. Absolutely. It's, it's pretty cool that you you posted out that uh you 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 actually said that things weren't taken off. I wanted to till I just said, you know what, this is me. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I was just being hypocritical. I wasn't. I wasn't practicing what I was preaching. Um. You know, I was telling these crowds and speaking to these crowds, telling them one thing, telling the kids I was speaking to one thing. And a lot of it I was doing right. But a lot of it I wasn't. And, um, you know, I know nobody's perfect. But the thing you have to understand is that when you when you want to or you possess the type of power to talk to the masses and, 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 and people look up to you and you are influence on people, you know, you don't you don't get to. You don't you you still get to be human, but you don't get a lot of the luxuries and, and passes that other people get. You know what I mean? And and I and I want to be that. I want to be that influence for the next generation. I want to be the influence for the youth, and I want to you know accomplish a lot of different things, man. And I had to understand that in order for me to do that, um, I don't know that I just had to walk in a different path, bro. So it was something I had to figure out. Am I tripping? Is that no? What is that noise? What noise? I don't know. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. All right. I don't know. I thought I was tripping. <laughs> I can hear it too. I thought it was something you were still eating or whatever. Nah, I'm not eating anything. I don't know what that was. Anyway, but yeah. Uh, so, did you did you stumble onto entrepreneurship, or, or was it something you set your eye on early? Um, you know, it's funny. A lot of times growing up, you know. When you're in the middle of things, you don't even understand how how you're kind of already being molded into what your purpose and your passion is going to be. So growing up, 
you know, I was that kid that was waking up in the summertime, six in the morning, five in the morning, going to cut grass with my dad. Um, my dad, owned, my dad has been on his own business for forty plus years, right? I was the guy, I was the kid at the shop that was cut, that was um, sweeping up the hair for him at the shop and watching him hustle and watching him work. Um, you know, like I said, while a lot of other kids were enjoying their summer, I was working, bro. But I just thought that was normal. I thought I was just making my own money to pay for my own school clothes, and that was just a normal thing to do. But I didn't even really know that was molding me. Um, so I feel like entrepreneurship is really in my blood, you know. But um, I actually never really at for a long time thought about owning my own business, though. I just like I said, I thought that was just something you did as a kid, right? But you know, as I got older, um, and I, and I thought I wanted to be a teacher. I thought I wanted to be, you know, in the education system. I thought I wanted to do those things, man. But as I got older and older and started to really discover different things and get a taste of different things, nothing really was fitting me. And I and I just never really um, felt comfortable working for other re- other people, you know. And so I, I, I slowly but surely um, started trying to figure out what I like to do and what I was passionate about. And that's where the writing came in and the speaking came in and the content came in. Um, but, I, but for a long time, I just wasn't sure how to live off of that you know and when you're surrounding yourself around other people that are so negative you know and things of that nature it makes it even harder for you to try to figure that out or go after what you really want and so i was afraid um you know but 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 to be honest with you i feel like entrepreneurship is in my blood it's in it's in you know it's, it's part of my lineage and you know who i was supposed to be um because my sisters and all of us we, we in that same space bro so you know I never thought I, I'm not going to sit here and lie, but like, I always wanted to own my own business, but I always have owned my own business. But I just thought it was a, a normal thing to do. So, yeah. Absolutely. 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 So can you imagine if you hadn't gone through all that? Or Absolutely. I'm pretty sure there was days that you, instead of being there, you went out, out being doing, doing other things like your kids, your age were doing at the time, but thanks to all that, yeah. this is where you stand now. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. And like you said, when you're in the middle of that, you don't get it. You don't understand, like, why the hell do I got to be here six in the morning and the other kids sleeping in the bed all day and they get to watch cartoons all day and they get to, you know, uh, you, they, they parents buy their clothes for them for school and all. And they, buy their, they parents buy their school supplies. But he was really molding me into becoming a man. He was molding me into becoming a, um, a responsible adult. Um, and like I said, also just giving honing in on different skills that I didn't even know what I was going to need later on, bro, and, and knowing how to run a business uh at such a young age young as 11 12 years old man so you know i hated that time and i and i really resented my father for a long time for that type of hard love but i but i'm thankful for it now you know so learning all those the responsibility uh, yeah. learning uh, accountability yeah learning uh, this, to be disciplined and, uh-huh. and, to, and to be constant with that discipline now and what you do today what are some of the obstacles that, that later on you face Just speaking. Learning the art of speaking. 
I think that's the biggest thing that I had to learn to overcome. You know, I, I definitely, I definitely agree with you. Getting the gigs and all of that stuff is difficult. It's a process, and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's big on you know having relationships, and you know, so it's two things that I feel like. First of all, a lot of people say they want to be speakers and they want to be in that space and they want to be in that game, but they don't understand that. What have you done that that gives you the credibility to go speak? A lot of people say they want to be speakers, but it's like. Have you built anything? Have you done anything that, that gains you the credibility? Because at some point you getting up there telling kids or telling whoever your audience is you can do it or you, you know, I believe in you is not going to only going to go so far, you know. And so for me, for a long time, I was saying I was saying great stuff, but I was just blowing hot air. I, you know, I had to really understand that I need to go back to the drawing board and build things. Therefore, why I, you know, I went back and had one of the top youth programs in my state. Why I went back and, um, you know, led multiple initiatives and programs for my community. Like I told you, like I had to go back and build something that gave me the credibility to be in front of those people. Right. So when it, you know, so I think that was one thing I really needed to understand. But a lot of people don't want to do that. We, we think just because we have the talent of speaking that that's enough and that's a great thing to have so when you do do it you're great at it but we don't want to put in those hours and the times and the years that it takes um to build something solid that just you know gives you the credibility to be listened to when you get in front of those people you know we don't want to take the time to do that um and the biggest thing is like i told you the art of speaking which i didn't get which is um you know i remember the first gig i had um i was so fucking nervous bro and 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 what I talked about was gonna be very, you know, it's gonna be solid, it's gonna be good. And um, but what I didn't understand is that when you speak, don't draw out everything you're gonna say. Like I had it out like a speech almost. So when I'm nervous and my heart is pacing, and you got these papers in front of you, even though you want to step away from the paper and just talk without, you know. Like, because it's almost monotone and boring if you just read from the paper. But when I'm so nervous, your brain automatically is going to read because that's that's like a safety net almost. Right. Versus you actually taking the time to know the material, outline the material. And then can you hear me? Can you hear me, my guy? You can hear me. Okay. Is that a little bit better? Yeah, yours kind of blurry too. Can you? Is it better? Sorry, y'all. It was good. All right, cool. But yeah, man. So, 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 like I said, instead of you taking the time to actually know the material, learn the material, know when to transition from one point to the next, outlining your your material to the T, where you know you know what the point is, you can walk away from the paper because now you you've you've memorized it, you know it, right? It's part of you instead of having to read it verbatim, which is very boring. Like I said, um, so it's a real art to it, bro. It's a real game to speaking. Um, that I didn't get for a long time and, and I struggled and I sucked because of it. But the more I studied the game, um, the more the more I studied the, the greats, the Les Brown is my idol when it comes to speaking. Um, you know, you know what I mean? That's my guy. So like when I studied those guys, yeah, like and I and I, I used to get to the so deep with the studying of it to where like, you know, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even listen to what he's saying. I pause it. Man, 
I would pause. I would like literally mute the video and just watch his head movements, watch his hand, watch his gestures, watch the way he's, you know, enunciating certain things, the way he's putting certain emphasis on certain things he's saying, how he leads into a story, how he goes from one point. Like I was studying all of that, bro. And um, just just being able to learn that type of stuff, it made me that much better. And, um, you know, I, I think that that really contributes to, you know, the speaker I am now, bro. So I think that was one of the two of the biggest things I had to really overcome as a barrier as a speaker bro is first you know like i said uh really building credibility around you know which 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 gives you a lot more you know confidence and gives you a lot more say so when you're going into that speaking speaking world and second that it's a real art to it and if you want to learn it and do it at a high level you need to learn it and you need to master it so that, that that's been what that has been for me bro seriously Yeah, yeah. One of the guys that it, he still he used to sell cassettes uh, back in the day. Yeah. Uh, him along with other two or three that they really started the whole uh, motivational speaker, professional speaker uh, game. But uh, my favorite talk of Les Brown is whenever he's uh, at Georgia, right in Georgia, the stadium, and he spoke to I don't know how many thousands of people, and they hired him. Was it the was it the, was it the um the it's possible speech or was it the hungry speech? Yeah. Oh, he was he was doing you gotta be hungry. Oh, you gotta be hungry. Yep, yep. And that one the, the way just the way he, he just spoke, it was like he was speaking to you and I only. Absolutely. Only. Absolutely. But, Absolutely. I will do. I will do. And speaking of now, you said that, bro. That's another thing that I um, that I probably would say was a barrier for me is understanding, understanding my audience. Right. Understanding that 
Um, which, which when you first learn, when you first get in the game, you think you can do things the same way. But the more you do it, you start to realize that I can't. Right. So me basically me saying that the way I went and spoke to those seven graders is not the same way I'm going to go speak to an audience full of entrepreneurs that are 25 and up. You see what I'm saying? But for a long time, I didn't I didn't know the difference. So I would wonder why I wasn't getting the same reactions when I rocked the crowd with these kids or these people. But when I go do it in front of these people, it's completely different. So so that was another thing is that, you know, I might have the same material, but the way I deliver it, the stories I tell, the tone I use, you know, uh, how dramatic I am, how loud I am, whatever it has to it, it differs based on who I'm speaking to. So being very aware of who I'm speaking to uh, was another big was another big thing that I had to learn. And I had to trial and error and fail at and so on and so forth and until I got better at it, bro. So I would say those are probably the top three things for sure. Now that you mentioned that. I love the videos that you post on TikTok. I mean, they're, I think they're 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 life changing because you really hit the nail on the head. Yeah. You don't add extra stuff and keep it as simple as possible. And I mean, you... sorry, y'all. I don't even think you can keep up at times. This is crazy. <laughs> you said said that I said that last part one more time. The phone kind of broke up. I, I, the, the comments on the videos. Yeah. I don't even think you can keep up. It's I, crazy. I can't, bro. And I and I try my best to come into everybody because you got to think about it, bro. I went from like 4,000 followers to, like you said, like 15K on Instagram. And then on TikTok, I had like maybe, you know, a couple thousand, like 2,000 to like a hundred and some thousand. So it was like, that's a, you know, that's crazy. So it was super hard for me, bro, to just keep up with everybody. But I try my best and I try to just say general comments to people to, you know, let them know, like, I'm not that bougie guy that doesn't want to respond. But sometimes it's hard. Like, maybe I'm going to have to hire somebody to do just that. You know what I mean? Like, just read comments and compliment. But um, but but how did I get started in it, man? To be honest with you, uh, what a lot of people don't know about me is that I, um, for a long time, was homeless. Um, like, as I graduated from high school, man. And um, it was a real dark time in my life, you know, and I I didn't have an outlet to talk about what I was dealing with mentally. Right. The depression, the, 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 the going from being a kid that had everything that had no struggles to, to a kid that's like still in the eat. That's a that's a mental that's that's challenging. Right. I'm trying to survive at this point. Um, and so I was just trying to really deal with the things that I was going through, bro. So. I just turned on my pen and my paper, you know, and I just start writing. I write poems and writing short stories and writing analogies, you know, examples and memories and all of these different things. And so it went from there to me actually recording those things. Right. And so many people just start falling in love with the message. Again, I wasn't living what I was talking about, but I knew I had a gift. Right. Um, and and I, I don't know, bro. I, I love I loved the feeling of knowing that my words was helping someone else to their situation just as much as it was helping me and i started to realize almost that i didn't have an option to do this i had to do this because i may have saved this person from suicide right i may have saved this person from you know giving up on being this close to to changing changing their world or changing their community and so on and so forth um and, and when you start to to have that type of responsibility on your shoulders you realize it's a lot bigger than you and i couldn't quit even if i wanted to you know what i mean so that that's what that's what got me in the game and that's what kept me in the game and that's why i'm still here to be honest with you bro yeah and, and, and that's important because um, i mean they're, 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 we talked about this earlier but uh, it's not getting to know your audience i, I call it uh, 
identifying with your audience. There's people that you're going to get through. Yeah. Not, even if I try to do everything, I'm never going to get through. Yeah. And vice versa. Yeah. There's people that I'm going to get through. Mm-hmm. And, it, and that could be for because of a lot of factors. Uh, even though it's not messed up, it could be because of, uh, because of a race. It could be because of ethnicity. It could be because uh, do they identify with you? I mean, both grew up and with an uh, urban background, right? It could be because of where you're you're going to touch people that you never had a clue you you'd be willing to touch, and it, it all has to do because of who you are genuinely, and that's why you saw and you said you saw results too. You said, you know what, this is me. Uh, I'm I can't. Mm-hmm. Put up a front, a mask, or a show, yep. and whoever I attract, so be it. Those are people that I need to be absolutely have interaction with. Absolutely, and I think, and I think that is what keeps so many people from acting on their dreams and acting on their content and acting all of these different things. Is that, like, I even had a client the other day that I was doing a one-on-one consult cons- consultation with, and he was like, "Bro, I want to have the numbers that you have, bro." That's the. He was like, "I, I don't. It's almost hard for me to keep going because." I'm not having the impact that I'm expecting to see. And I said, bro, if that's your if that's your motivation and your reason for doing this, then you're going to always keep quitting on it. I said, what you don't understand is that I've been doing this for eight years, bro. It's people that have been doing it longer than that. that that's just now seeing that, you know what I'm saying, like a, a, a reward for the work that they've been putting in. You see what I'm saying? And I'm like, if that's, gonna, if that's your reason for doing this and it's not something bigger than that, then you're always going to feel like you deserve more. You're always going to feel like what you're doing isn't good enough. When, when our only reason I was doing it was a lot of times just to get me through the day. This was almost like mental mental health. Um, it was almost like a mental health escape for me. You see what I'm saying? And for so many other people that I was helping, that was my motivation. And so me being able to see the fruits of that labor eight, eight years later is, is, is something that I'm blessed for. But like that was never my motivation to be to be viral or to have a lot of followers or any of that type of stuff. It was just that I was speaking my truth. It was still, it was the fact that I was talking about real things that I was dealing with, like the video that connected us, the one that went viral. That video was a year old. I've been recorded that video a long time ago. I just reposted it on TikTok because it never had been on TikTok before. You see what I'm saying? And so and so. And, and and I was talking about, like you said, being big hearted. I talked about that very topic because I've been that guy that has used giving my big heart to people that didn't deserve it. That's coming from a personal place. And I've also been the person on the other end that has taken advantage of other big hearted people because I because I wanted to see how far much I could get away with. You see what I'm saying? So I've been on both sides of the ball. And so, like I said, that comes from a very personal place, what I was talking about in that video. And that was what I was doing it for, to inspire those people and as a reminder to myself. And I think, again, you, when you when you have a business, when you're doing content, whatever you're doing, ask yourself, what's my intention? What's my goal here? Is it about me? Is it about money? Is it about having a lot of followers? If that's the case, you're going to always be unsatisfied. You're going to always feel like, you know, you never have enough. But if it's bigger than you, if it's more than, if it's more than you, then you'll all you know, you'll be satisfied. You'll be thankful for the people that you did touch, like you just mentioned. And so I, I, I just have to I think you have to just ask yourself, what's my intention with this? You know, with anything you're doing, speaking, writing, whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man. Absolutely. Sometimes we act uh, like we get tunnel vision. Yeah. And we're so concentrated on, yeah. on an outcome. Yeah. On, on a on a goal that God is trying to point you. Look, you need to meet these people. 
Absolutely. 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 And then we say we want to go viral and want to go do it. And you got to ask yourself, am I even ready for that? Because I had I had a mentor, you know, where he said, before you worry about the marketing of your business, worry about making sure the product or the service or the brand is on point. Because if you because marketing is doing nothing but shining a light on whatever it is you're doing, your product, your service or your speaking or whatever. So think about it like this. A year ago, when I was still being a hypocrite. To, well, really, you know what I'm saying? When I was still being a hypocrite, I wasn't living in truly what I was talking about. Say I would have blew up then. And then somebody would have said, man, he ain't even like that for real. He ain't even doing that stuff for real. He's not even that type of guy for real. All that would have did was put on a platform how much of a hypocrite I was being. It would have shined a light on how shitty of a brand I really had. You see what I'm saying? And so I think I think people have to understand again, like you said, it's all about the time. And I wasn't ready to be viral yet. I wasn't ready to have all these followers and all the things that I've been blessed with. I wasn't ready for that. So you have to ask yourself before I even get out of there, not only what is my intention, but have I built up my brand and my product and my service and whatever else I'm doing in a way to where I'm even going to be able to handle that light once it's shining on me? Because once it's there, it's there. And, and people and just as much as people love you, they'll hate you just as fast. You you have your ass on shade room for either something positive or something negative. <sighs> oh man, that brings us to the end of another episode of Z Speaks podcast. But don't worry, this won't be the last. Um, but I really hope you enjoyed this episode, man. I hope it really brought you some value. And most of all, man, I hope you, you use this information and apply it to everyday life, your business, your platform, and anything else, man. But with love, um, I love you from the bottom of my heart, man. Don't forget to follow me on all social media platforms at Will, Z-E-E, Titwell. Um, and, man, until next time, peace. Love y'all.